But you know what? It's a weird thing about Star Wars Day is, Chris. What's that? It's, you just don't know if your lightsaber is going to work or not. It's a show by Chris and Neil with all great movies. They are the real deal. We watch them all so you don't have to. It's movies that don't suck and some that do. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of all ages, welcome to a new episode of Movies That Don't Suck and Some Do. My name is Neil. And I'm Chris. And today, yes, today in the wonderful world of make-believe that we call movie <laughs> entertainment, we are celebrating the biggest holiday. The day we are recording this, we are celebrating one of the biggest holidays in all of cinema, and that is Star Wars Day. It is May 4th, where we're at right now, so whatever day you are at. Um, as you know, Chris, you know, Star Wars is a big thing. Um, you know, you got C-3PO, <laughs> Han Solo, Princess Leia. The shorts. Uh, oh, that's baseball. Yeah, okay, well, I mean, okay. I mean, you have um, Luke Skywalker. That's the Four Horsemen. That's okay. Ric Flair. Okay. Oh, okay, here we go. Yeah, everybody's favorite person yeah. from the Star Wars, Spock. Yeah, Spock, yeah. <laughs> but don't forget to live long and prosper. Okay. But um there we go. Everybody has to remember though that the fourth is not is is just a Jedi holiday yeah. and some people still have to work today. Yeah. So may um, may the force be with you. I'm surprised you didn't put like like work up there, nanny nanny. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. May the fourth be with you. So everybody have a wonderful day and also make sure to treat each other nicely. Uh, later on, we're going to have a nice little Star Wars trivia thing going on to mm -hmm. just you know, to certify the day to have a little fun. But you know, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll do some Star Wars trivia. We'll yeah. have a good time with it. Real quick, may the fourth be with you. May, may, may hey, Revenge of the Fifth. Oh, I was say you know, may the fourth be with all of us. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. I know. I know. <laughs> One of the most classic lines of all time. Is it, is all it right, true so yes, that, that that he just added that line? That's what I hear. Yeah. I mean, and it's Harrison Ford at this point. Are you going to question him? No. Yeah, that's what I thought. It's a crotch old man now. <laughs> all right. So anyway, we do. We are reviewing two movies again today, like we do every single episode of Movies That Have Something to Do. First movie that we will review today is by the people that brought you Star Wars, uh, Disney. <laughs> Yeah, it's Disney. Well, they didn't bring the original, but whatever. But still, um, they have been making the live-action remakes um, for a while now, and this is another live-action remake of the animated movie, Peter Pan. But it's but very instead, different. It's very different, so. It, it's different, and only... And we'll talk about yeah. it. We'll talk about it. <laughs> it. It's different. It's not really that different. Yeah. They okay. just add a few things from the book, and we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it here in a little bit. But it's not just Peter Pan. It's Peter Pan and Wendy. The main actor in is playing Peter Pan. Now, again, he is a young actor because, of course, he is. It's Peter Pan. I mean, Peter Pan's a little boy. Um, so the only role we could get of clip from him was him as Peter Pan. So here is Alexander and Milano. She 
It's a fairy. And if I know one thing about fairies, it's that they don't take kindly to being called bugs. Are you Peter Pan? Were you expecting someone else? Yeah, it's just like introducing girl, right? Like that's he hadn't done any other ones. Yeah. And um I mean it, it's it, I mean he's in like three other things, but it was all things I could not find. Yeah, grab. sure, sure, sure. Um also uh in this movie, um I didn't know this is where she was from. I she looked familiar yeah, when I saw Yeah, the I saw the same thing. I like, then, I, then, I, then I was like, Oh, and then I was like, Oh, she's from Black Widow. She played the young Natasha or young Black Widow. Uh here she is uh, playing. Um, her name's Wendy Darling. In this movie, it's Ever Anderson. You Daddy! Get away from her! <laughs> Don't touch her! Double the Phoenix! Don't touch her! I will kill you all! Double the Phoenix! Get through me, you! Honey, you need to hand me that gun. I don't want to go back there. I'm sick in Ohio. You can't take her. You can't. She's only six. You were even younger. Um, from Black Widow. Black Widow, the scene when uh, they're about to get taken away. Is she, back to the... is she really looks like a young Scarlett Johansson. I know, right? Yeah. It's really, it's even in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also in this movie, the one, the only, I love him a lot, man. It was, it was, you know, what's so great about my my job here at the podcast? What's that? It's like sometimes, <laughs> sometimes these clips are awesome, just because I get to go through these people's complete avatar, yeah, of everything. And I went through everything. I went through I Heart Huckabee's, um, yeah, come sure closer. Uh, like I'm trying to think of all the movies off of them, but here he is, the one, the only, playing Mr. Captain James Hook, Jude Law. What have I got? Really? Some money in my pocket. Some nice threads, fancy car at my disposal, and I'm single. Yeah. Unattached. Free as a bird. I don't depend on nobody. Nobody depends on me. My life's my own. But I don't have peace of mind. From Alfie, did you ever see the original Alfie with Michael Caine? Dude, yeah, of course. Michael um, Caine. I did, when 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 the new one came out, mm-hmm. I was working at Blockbuster. I think oh, yeah? at the time. Okay. When the new Alfie came out, mm-hmm. and or I just got over working at Blockbuster or something. So I was in that movie mode still <laughs> of like you know watching everything you yeah. possibly can. And uh, by any means, it was it was just one of the uh, movies that. Um, that we had the original, we had the new one, oh, okay. and I, I watched both of them at the same time, I, uh, like within the same day, uh, my, like one after the other. Yeah, my girlfriend was super into Jude Law at that time, so mm-hmm. uh, we saw Alfie like the weekend it yeah. came out. And Did she you get just, head? No, but she wanted to give Jude Law head, so it made that happen. I don't know, I haven't talked to her in years. 
So, uh, all right. So anyway, moving on. Uh, the guy who's playing the right hand man, just like Peter Pan has Wendy. Captain Hook always has his right hand man, Mister Smee himself. Hello. Jim. Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Jim. Um. Um. Yeah, Jim. Jim. Uh, my monitor just went off. Okay. Uh, Jim Gaffigan. Jim Gaffigan and everybody. Sorry about that. Okay, wait a minute, everybody. Uh, let's just restart this. Yeah. One, two, three. Just like Peter Pan has Wendy, uh, Captain Hook has uh, his um, right-hand man, Smee. Here he is playing Smee in this round, Jim Gaffigan. I have five kids. I used to have more, but I ate them. <laughs> five kids. I love it, but I don't know what happened. Ten years ago, I couldn't get a date. And now my apartment's literally crawling with babies. It's like I left peanut butter out or something. I'm like, strangers, for some reason, think I'm unaware that it's a lot of kids. Five kids, that's a lot of kids. Oh, you think so? Thanks for the heads up. Do you mind if I stab you in the head? Oh, Jimmy, I saw him at Starlight, um, like, four years ago, maybe? Yeah, I can't remember. I saw him, it's been a while. I mean, like... I don't even think it was with my wife. So that tells you how long it was. It was weird because when I saw him live, they actually have like, he came back to Encore and just done bits I've heard before. Like the Hot Pockets bit and stuff like that. Right. He just phoned that shit in. He just had no. Uh, also in this movie, Alan Tudyk, um, Molly Parker. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, there, there's so many people we'll talk about later. And that's Peter Pan and Wendy. Mm-hmm. Now, the movie that Chris made me watch. Forced me, made me watch. Mm-hmm. Even a director we interviewed a week or two ago made it very clear that he will never watch this movie ever again. <laughs> he said he liked it. He said it's a good movie to understand certain cinematography things. Cin- cinema things, movie things. Yeah. And that's cool. And I get that. You didn't tip your hand this early. <laughs> Come on, dude. But anyway, so um, the wonderful actor. Um, so first, uh, the movie it's by Ari Aster. Um, it is Bo is afraid, and uh, featuring the one, the only Juan King Phoenix. <laughs> My life is nothing but a comedy. Well, let me get this straight. You think that killing those guys is funny? I do. And I'm tired of pretending it's not. Comedy is subjective, Murray. Isn't that what they say? All of you, the system that knows so much, you decide what's right or wrong the same way that you decide what's funny or not. From Joker, when um, when Arthur Fleck is talking to... Yeah, oh, a really good film. A really good movie. Just not a Joker movie. It's not a Joker movie. <laughs> I, I, I just I hate saying that. And then people are like, "Oh, da 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 da." You know, there's different versions, and it's like, great. Just one time, give me the original. <laughs> one time, yeah. just once. Yeah. Just once, give me the original Joker. Anyway, we're not going to go into that. But anyway, um, good movie. Wong King Phoenix is actually a really good actor. I think I gave Chris crap about him the other day. On yeah, but you, I was like, why are you hating? Really, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, like Wong King Phoenix is actually a really good actor. Like, there's a lot of good movies that he's done over the time. Well, I mean, Especially when I went looking for clips, I literally yeah. had yeah, a, 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 a memory refreshment yeah. of you know so many. 
I watched half of Joker, literally. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like when I was getting the clips. Um, also in this movie, uh, Patty Laboon, one of the biggest uh, Broadway onstage uh, actresses of all time. Patty this, Laboon. This low-life motherfucking brother of yours oh. takes a dump at our kid's wedding, and that's all you're going to say. Well, what do you want me to say? We let him up there. You know what he does. <laughs> uh, Brittany asked him to be Jackie Burke, so I don't know why you're yelling at him. <laughs> who the fuck are you to talk to me like Whoa, that? Flory. Who, who invited you with your no underwear dress? Flory, Flory. This is not. Yeah, go, please. What the fuck is your problem? I don't have a problem. You know what? I don't. You know what? Don't yell at me. Don't comment on my dress. Look at your Flory. fucking Flory. dress. Flory. My dress is you know crazy. Fuck you. 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 It's time to cut the cake. It's time to cut the cake. You're lucky. I don't get my brothers to cut your nuts off before you hit the tunnel. What's the problem? The kids love it. Come on, let me go. You're the mother. Let me go. I'll see you again. I'll see you in hell, motherfucker. Yeah, that's uh, some some fucking wild shit going on. Comedian, if you haven't seen that, and if you don't know all the voices in that scene, folks, literally that was Robert De Niro, Danny DeVito, Leslie Mann, and Patty LeBone. I mean, like seriously, that is like the most jam pack of talent scene. (laughs) There's four people yelling each other that that you've ever seen in a long time. Really cool. All right, and also uh, in this film, one of my favorite. Broadway comedic stage actors mm-hmm. of all time. Great. I love anytime he's in anything, I check it out. Uh, everything from murders, only murders in this building to, you know, uh, literally, I'm, I'm the producers or Viking, <laughs> like everything, everything. The one, the only, uh, I believe this is from Birdcage, is the clip yeah. I sent. Uh, this is Nathan, Nathan Lane. Oh, you must be Barbara. What a pretty child. Come here and give me a hug. Oh, don't be afraid. Oh, how adorable she's shy. Oh, it's so nice to meet you, Mrs. Coleman. Goldman? I thought the D was silent. It is pronounced Coleman, isn't it? We've had some confusion. Oh, yes, Coleman. Uh, the D is silent in America. It's Coldilomont. Uh, or Cole of the Isle of Man in France, where Armand's chateau is, and Coldman in Greece, where Armand's work is, and finally the vulgar Coleman in Florida, where Armand's home is. So actually, we don't know where we are until we hear our last name pronounced. I'm <laughs> <laughs> glad that laughs in there. It's so fucking funny. I love Nathan Lane, dude. Uh, his laugh just yeah. cheers me up. Like I, I just want to have a, you know, there's some people in this world um, that are super famous and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. there's like a list of four or five of them where I like literally just want to sit down and have a meal with them, have a good time, Nathan have Lane's a couple one of beers. Them. Nathan Lane's one of them. You know who else is another one of them? Is it Parker Posey? It is Parker Posey. I love, love like she just love has, love she Parker just has Posey. This attitude in life, like like I I would never be creepy stalker on Parker Parker Posey. I just want you to know this. It, it's not that kind of relationship. It's kind of the I just really love watching her. Hasn't work she always been gorgeous, character. no matter what she's doing or what she's in? 
You know what's funny? Uh, so I was talking about this, uh, talking about this movie to someone yesterday, uh-huh. and I said Parker Posey was in it, and he's like, "Man, she looks like the woman that's obtainable for me." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "I was like, all right, man, I get that. Okay, she's the actress you think you could hang out with. I get it. All right." But uh, here she is uh, doing a famous line from one of her most famous movies. In fact. This is the reason she got the job. Oh, yeah. Was because of this movie, because it is one of his favorite movies of all time. The best in show. Here she is, Parker Posey. Of course I've looked under the bed. Of course I've looked under the bed. That's where you look when you lose things. You, what is she here for? What do you, I, mean, I called you here 30 minutes ago. No, you call yourself a maid? You, I, I am where are you from? You from? Because oh, oh, I know people at the IMS, deportation offices, don't tell me you're a maid, and then we'll pick you up. You will go back to where you came from. Go get your paper. Go get your paper. A lot of agitation over a dog's toy. A dog's toy? Yes, that's what we're talking about. Well, you don't know my dog. You obviously don't know my dog. There's a pet store right downstairs. Why don't we go down? A pet store down the stairs? Yes. What are you, a wizard or genius? Yes? What did you tell me that before? You Thanks are- for your help, you stupid hotel manager! I can definitely see why how he fits. She fits Elaine's character in that movie. No, no. If you, if you, the thing is, if you notice in that scene, he, she doesn't, she doesn't like, she doesn't like uh, make fun of them. Yeah, yeah. If you notice everything she's saying to them, even though she's yelling at them. Is actually nice or positive? Yeah, I like best in show. You like best in show too. It's like, right? What? What are you? You're you're a wizard, Mister Hotel Manager. <laughs> like, like what, what does that mean? Yeah. Like you gave him a compliment. Yeah, I like best in show. Him his job, but the movie that we're talking about, uh, what's going to be talked about, is Bo is Afraid. Chris, tell everybody where they can find us. You can find us online at moviesdontsuck.net, where w2mnet.com, the w2mnet.com. You go there, you can find our podcast along with plenty of others, so it's pretty fun. Uh, you guys can go to uh, find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash moviesdontsuckpodcast. We're on Twitter at MTS Podcast. We're on Instagram at MTS Podcast. If you guys want to uh, be a patron, go to patreon.com slash moviesdontsuck. We'll have shit coming out sooner or later. Um, you guys, <laughs> you guys uh, want uh, merch with our name on it and stuff that's related to the show? Go bonfire concert. We don't suck and something to do. A lot of kind of stuff there. Yeah, well, that's not there yet. Maybe one day, right? And um, and then also, uh, if you guys want to send us an email, message us at infomoviesdontsuck.net or moviesdontsuckpodcast@gmail.com. And where you find podcasts, you find movies don't suck and something to do. Neil, who are we talking about today? All right, today we like to promote local businesses, and there are some local businesses right here in my good old place of Tulsa, Oklahoma, that I want to promote. Now, this business, I mean, it's not just one business. They have like four or five locations at this time, but it is all self-made. I know because I talked to them. They told me how they even started, about how one day they were just uh, pretty drunk in Brooklyn, and they got a piece of pizza, and they're like, this is the pizza people should have everywhere yeah even back in oklahoma we're talking about empire slice house in uh downtown tulsa now they have two locations in tulsa they have one that just opened what on route 66 as well and that place is this one right here look at that that's cool 
there's a lady that literally uh, I talked to the lady that designed the wallpaper and literally it's just individual stuff that she slacked on the wall. That place must be bumping before and after show Kings. Yeah, dude, this one right here. Yeah, yeah it is before and after uh, right down from. Yeah, it's right down from Kings. And look at the pizza, though, dude. Oh. Like it, yeah, it is good stuff. We're talking. They each one they have come up with uh, good designs. Uh, there's one called the Foghorn Langhorn that I eat. That is like it has sriracha on it. Next time, come, next time I come there, can you take me there? Oh yeah, dude, definitely, okay, okay, definitely. Cool. Like, look at this stuff. Oh, it's <laughs> great. And and the new look, like literally, uh, the new location is literally just blocks away from my house, right here on Route 66. This is what the one downtown looks like. Oh, this man. is the one right next to Keens. Man. Uh, um. And I mean, oh, there we go. That one's God, a good I can't wait to get pizza after this. You have a clue. <laughs> I know. You're going to have to go get some. But the thing is, it's hard to find pizza this good. I'm, I'm saying my friend Seth, every time we go to his mm -hmm. house, he literally has pizza from Empire all the time because he lives right next to Keens. Nice. And it's just like, man. But Empire um, Empire Slice House is originally 84 Hospitality Group Hangout, established in Oklahoma City in 2013 by Oklahoma native Rachel Cope and carried over the years by the 84 Hospitality Group squad. The concept was the first of their parent company inspired by the brand of hospitality. In 2018, Empire Slice House was named the Independent Pizzeria of the Year by Pizza Today magazine. Ooh. From their start in the convenient laundromat, an old, an old converted laundromat in Oklahoma City Plaza District, to now a slicing their way New York-style pizza in several locations across Oklahoma, Empire drives their narratives and encourages creativity of expression. Now, I met everybody that worked. Uh, I'm not everybody, but I met a good chunk of them when I was doing an event for the radio station I worked for. And they are just 100% some of the nicest people in the entire world. So please, guys, if you want, if you come to Oklahoma, anywhere near Oklahoma City or Tulsa, seriously, go to Empire Slice House. To, um, and you can you can find their location at empireslicepizza.com or you can go to Facebook backslash Empire Slice House. It's seriously, and oh, just one more time. I'm just gonna do it for you. Look at that. Oh, <laughs> that's that's the loaded potato one. Yeah, yeah, looks so good. That's man. all the that's the Italian oh. meat one, and uh, that's their supreme. Yeah, <laughs> I can't remember what it's called, but it's like <laughs> extravaganza or something like that. Oh, it's awesome. All right, well, we are. Uh... Are you ready to get into the first movie, dude? I mean, we're 30 minutes in. Might as well get into the first movie, right? <laughs> yeah, you're trying to rush me along. Let's get along. Let's go. But um, let's talk about Peter Pan and Wendy, directed by David Lowry. David Lowry is directed things like The Green Knight. Do we, did, did Lowry. You, Lowry. Mark Lowry. No. <laughs> Lowry. Um, Lowry. Uh, he, also directed, um, uh, he also directed uh, Pete's Dragon. This stars uh, uh, Alexander Maloney as Peter Pan. She is a fairy. Also, ever understands Winnie Darling. You Get away from her! Uh, Jude Law is Captain Hook. What have I got? Really? And also, Jim Gaffigan is Smee. I have five kids. I used to have more, but I ate them. Uh, also, Alyssa Watt Panak as Tiger Lily, Joshua Pickering as John Darling, J 
Jacoby Jupe is Michael Darling. Molly Parker is Mr. Darling. Alan Tudyk is Mr. Darling. I wish I could have seen more in this. And uh, a bun- bunch of other people, little kids in this movie. Sebastian Williams, like Rodriguez, Zips, all the all the guys you know from the from the uh, cartoon. You know, let's read the storyline for this one. Based on J.M. Barry's novel Peter and Wendy, and inspired by the 1953 animated classic, Peter and Wendy is a timeless tale of a young girl who, defying her parents' wishes to attend uh, boarding school, travels with her two younger brothers to the magical Never Never Land. There. She meets a boy who refuses to grow up, a tiny fairy and an evil pirate captain named James Hook, and they soon find themselves on a thrilling and dangerous adventure far, far away from their family and the comforts of home. So, Neil, let me ask you a question. Did you like the original Peter Wait, 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 wait. Oh, you got to change the background, sorry. We got got to put it in Never Never Land. So, oh wait, 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 wait. That's is that another one? Yeah, nah, we'll uh, go with the other yeah, one. Let's see. What does this one look like? I I, I downloaded several just yeah, yeah. to make sure. Yeah, let's do the other one. Okay. The other one looks like it. Right, cool. So, when you saw the original Peter Pan, did you like it? Um, you mean the original animated Peter 1953 Pan? 1953 classic, yeah. Yeah, I remember 1953. I went to the movie theater. <laughs> no, no. No, did you like? No, um, yeah, I mean, it was a. I, I'm a fan of Peter Pan. In fact, one of my favorite movies of all time is a Peter Pan movie. Is it Hook? Oh, Hook, Robin Williams, <laughs> Dustin Hoffman, uh, like Rufy. Oh, so I, uh, I'm, I, I was never been a really big fan of Peter Pan. Uh, not like don't hate it. Not the big fan. And Hook. The actual, the first fight that my, my wife ever got into was while we were watching Hook, <laughs> like, at a hotel room. So, uh, I, you know, whatever. But that, 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 this is not Hook. This is Peter Pan and Wendy. And I gotta say, man, I don't really like this movie. I mean, it was uh, really fun. Now, um, for people out there that don't know, now you're going to know. But um, th- this, what it did was the original 53, all mm-hmm. right? The original 53 animated movie. Yeah. yeah. Wendy was all about, like, getting rescued. Yeah. And, like, you know, I don't want to grow up. Yeah. And, like, you know, every time she she never once in the movie was, like, the badass. You know what I'm saying? And this one makes her sort of the badass. In the 53, yes, that's what I'm going to say. In this one, it kind of makes Peter Pan a whiny bitch. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't like the Peter like, Pan's character. I don't like that. I don't like the actor. I'm kind of like, mm, like I'm... I like Wendy character. Oh yeah, yeah. I like you know the other characters, but I was just like, what are they doing here, making Peter Pan? I mean, of course he makes up for it at the end. Yeah, you know, but like, but it, it just got to the point point where I was like, man. um... I don't know, dude. I was, uh, I was like, I get, okay. What, what's a good example of this? All right. There's a scene in it where she's walking the plank, mm-hmm. right? In the animated 1953 and in the book, yeah, she jumps off the plank. Peter Pan flies under her, grabs her, takes her away, even though she didn't know Peter Pan was going to do that. Yeah. And this one jumps, falls off the plank and all of a sudden her happy thoughts, 
Flutter. Yeah. And it was like, I get it. I get why they're doing it. Yeah, and, sure. and um when I read reviews and stuff like that after I watched the movie, um, they called it the Peter Pan for the Woke Nation. And they okay. didn't mean but 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 they did not mean woke in a negative sense. Okay, because the if you listen to it in Fox News, woke is negative. Yeah, listen, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but if you listen to anywhere else, it just means aware. It means you know, but socially conscious, mm-hmm. politically conscious. So, like they were aware that in the fifty-three Peter Pan, that Wendy was more you know, oh, you're the lady that has to do the dishes, and do so, the laundry. And so one of the things they also know, did in this take new care of the kids. One of the things they did in this new one is the, uh, the Lost Boys are all boys in this one. It's mixed gender. Yeah. So um, I don't know if I got the fact about that one because um, I was going to, yeah. but then I was like, I don't know if I was going to. So I didn't. Okay. No, 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 no. There it is. Yes. So. After the trailer was released, um, fans and media um, sites uh, pointed out the adding of girls to Lost Boys ignored the plot line of the book and the previous adaptation that girls were too smart to get lost. (laughs) Yeah, well. That's why they're the Lost Boys and not the Lost Girls. Yeah. It was because... Girls are too smart because it, it was it was based off that fact. Remember driving in the car with daddy when before GPS existed. And before I'm not stopping his directions. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. It's it's that way. Yeah. I know it's that way. That's where that was based off of. It wasn't a sexual like argument. It wasn't sexist. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't sexist. It was like so the things I I I just. I don't know why this this rubbed me the wrong way. I didn't hate it or anything like that. Just I thought it was, I thought it was inconsequential. I I felt like it was unneeded, and it's fine. You know, uh, uh, one thing that I did really like about it is I love Judah as a hook. I think Judah is a great hook. I'll say that, but he's no he's no Dustin Hoffman hook. I'll say that also as well. Well, I mean, no one's no David Hoff. I mean <laughs> Dustin Hoffman, but I mean, um, and Jim Gruff. I mean. He's not Bob Hoskins, but like he was still good. You know, you're talking about a character that's been done like 142 times at this point. Like 10 years from now, when uh, not 10 years, but 100 years from now, when they're watching the 17th remaking of Star Wars, um, you know, with the the guy that's Luke Skywalker that time, you know, like. (laughs) They'll be like, yeah, but Mark Hamill did it the best. Yeah, Yeah, well, that's great. Awesome. Um, I mean, it was a good movie. Um, it was fun. Um, but again, it just—it's just another Disney live-action movie. It literally—it just retold the story we've seen a hundred times. Yeah. Now they did add the story between Peter and uh, Captain James Hook a little bit more than what people knew. Yeah, they, that's from the book. Yeah, it is. Okay, I didn't know if it was from the book or not. Um, because but did, it, it was just like. I, and it, it made no sense to me. It, it, it like, look, I don't know why we're doing all these live action remakes yeah. of all these movies. I yeah. don't. I, I mean, some of these. Oh, I, I know why. I know. I, I know why. Kaching. Oh, Kaching. <laughs> yeah. Kaching. Well, luckily, this isn't. We didn't pay. I guess we paid for mission with our our um our Disney Plus uh, uh, subscription, right? But 
But yeah, they're making these. They're making these so people still think Disney's relevant. Um, so we can wait until the next Pixar movie comes out. You know what I mean? Like, I just think uh, Disney One needs to buy the state of Florida and just get that over with. Yeah, because it's a from the. I, I don't know why. Why does every governor hate Disney? In Florida. Why does every governor in Florida hate Disney? Well, there's only one governor. It's his answer. Well, no, I mean, like, every time in the past, Yeah, too. I, I'm not quite sure. I don't know the nuances of why they hate Disney or Disney. Oh, my God. I hate the I hate the company that brings all the tourist dollars. They brought so much tourism that Universal Studio thought we got to open up a world here too. <laughs> and SeaWorld thought, oh man, maybe we need to open up something in Florida. And like literally they bring so much tourist dollars to your damn state because of them. And you're going to shit on them? Yeah, it's been... I just don't get that. I don't get that. But anyway, going back to Peter Pan and uh, Wendy, um, the acting was cool. I'm going to say Wendy stole it. Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. Every I mean, Asian, Peter every... Pan, he was, he was cute and adorable and everything, but it sound, it looked, it seemed like Wendy was, like, more of a mom. Didn't she seem, like, four years older than he and him? Like, didn't she seem like she was old? I was like, there's yeah, no like... way that Alexander, Peter Pan's going to be with, like, try to talk to Wendy. Wendy's like, like four or five years old, and when you're a kid, four years is like you're fucking old. <laughs> like, you're like, old. You're legendary. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I mean, it was all right, man. Like, I, I, you know, well, that's how I felt. Like, I'm like, I'm sitting in my home on the couch at at 7 p.m. on my or when was uh, it was actually t- t- Tuesday. I was like, oh, this is what we're, this one watching. Okay, <laughs> it was alright. It's it's so weird. It was a good movie though. It was fun. It was um, I didn't have to go anywhere to watch it, so that was cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I took a couple edibles. Out of oh, you did? Oh, the, the Navy. No, I of course not. I never oh, yeah. do that. Uh, I just realized something though, Chris. What's that? I do not have my notebook. Oh, you grab that. It's out there. Okay. I'll be right back. Chris, tell everybody what your favorite part about Peter and Wendy was. I guess my favorite part of Peter Pan and Wendy was basically seeing Jude Law fuck around. Like, like there, there's this weird fights in the ends. Like, uh, like I, I saw people get shot in the face with arrows. Which, what the fuck? Like, really? Like, um. So, uh, you see a lot of people die in this, which I thought was pretty weird. And um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do, you do. And then, uh. I mean, the pirate outfits were pretty cool, too, yeah, man. Yeah. I, I always like... And the, the, another thing was, like, you know, usually when we uh, see Captain Hook, mm-hmm. he's always, like, in the red jacket, and yeah. he looks he looks swanky. You know, mm-hmm. he looks like, yeah, royalty. Mm-hmm. And in this one, man, he kind of looks like he gave up on life. He's, like, through story. Like he he's, like, through story Captain Hook, yeah. <laughs> it was, like... Jude Law played him a completely different way. He played him as um, basically a mental case. And a slender man, not like buff and, no. Jude Law is just, he's just so handsome. It's ridiculous. Yeah, he was touching himself in, in pure ways <laughs> the whole time, and it was weird. Do you want to get to the last quotes on this one? Because I don't have much else to say Peter Pan Wendy. No, no, I, I mean. Uh, what movie is this again? Peter Pan and Wendy. Do you know half this this notebook is literally all like Panic Fest? <laughs> <laughs> and guys, if you don't know, Panic Fest was uh, the one that we just reviewed. Um, we did like seventeen <laughs> different episodes. I don't know Six. how many episodes Six. we did. Six. Sixty-five hundred episodes. Um, 
you're a pirate, aren't you? It's everyone for itself. Mother, why does Captain Hook hate Peter Pan? You were flying. How? A little bug did it. All fairies are small. That's why they're fairies. Duh. Idiot. Is this safe? Well, I haven't fallen yet. Oh, yeah. When I heard this line, I was I was all about it. Second star to the right. I, Second star to the right. I don't know the other one you're talking about, dude. Sorry. You don't know the line? No, man. It's in every Peter Pan ever. Yeah, I, I've seen Peter Pan twice. All the Peter Pan. I know. Look, Pan. All of them. I just, just say it, dude. Just, just finish the quote. Start it over. Oh, my God. You just you just make me sad in the stomach. I'm not even going to talk to you anymore. Uh, anyway, it's it's the directions to, to Never Never Land. Okay. It's second start to the right all the way till morning. Okay. All right. Yeah. Freaking punk. There are. <laughs> Never say his name. It's are a... you the Windy? If you don't know, and stories have, you're an imposter. Do you hear what I hear? Tell me what will you hold on to, your hope or your breath? I love that line. No children in Never Never Land. You stabbed me in my heart with your words for the last time. You were always good at hiding, and I was always the best at finding you. My time for joy is gone. I've been reduced to this. As we suggested, you're slowly digested. What's a captain without his ship? Sad and sinister man, one last time. And just like old times... All your old Captain James. Oh, nope, got another page. And one more. Do you know what really hurts about getting old? It's not the cracking bones or the or the dashed dreams or even the sense of death. <laughs> All right. Yep, that's it. So my score in this, and like I said, I didn't really like it that much. Going like two point nine three. Uh, yeah, I'll give it. I'll give it a. I'm gonna give it a three. Mm-hmm. And this is a reason why I'm not going to go lower on this. Um, they did redo it up. Yeah, they I, made it. I can, I can definitely appreciate the woke with uh, the quality that they're calling woke, right? I do like yeah. that. But again, to me, this was kind of boring. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, um, I the, literally the two times that the screen lit up was either Wendy or Captain Hook. Yeah, that was it. it Peter Pan did not mean anything to my story. You can you could have had Peter Pan not even in the story. I'd have been fine with it. <laughs> yeah, it's, and, it's, and that's not how your Peter Pan should be. Yeah, so it's okay, whatever. Like it didn't even be made, uh, and I whatever. So I'm yeah, on RunTomatoes.com. What is the audience score for Peter Pan and Wendy? It's Neil did not turn the brightness up on his other monitor, <laughs> and he should have earlier. Um, Ooh, audience score, you say. Yeah, it's going to really surprise you, by the way. 82%. 15%. 15%. 
15. Okay, yeah. it surprised me the other yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. It's like, okay. Um, Onion says, there's a Onion says on this one. Mm-hmm. Slower and a lot less visually appealing than the Disney anime version. Peter Pan and Wendy lacks the magic of the classic source material. Now, I don't know if this was piled on by some conservative group because the because the wokeness, I guess. Well, maybe that's the case. Maybe it's it uh, done that way. But what is the critic score for Peter Pan and Wendy? I'm going to have to say, man, if audience gave it that low of a score, credits are probably going to be a... Uh, 58%. 64%. Okay. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. What was there? Critics consensus <laughs> is Peter Pan and Wendy's obligatory, um, obligatory fidelity to the anime classic keeps it from achieving Neverland Nirvana, but David Lowry's pensive direction gives this rendition some of its own magic. So I, that's like a really fucking big um, uh, difference from the audience score the critics score on this one. That really surprised yeah, me. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. Uh, so that's for your pan, Wendy. We're gonna play a Star Wars game, guys. What yes, I'm gonna, we are. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna play. Yes, we are. Six. May the Force be with you. And okay. Neil's gonna guess the character said it and the movie said it. In. All right. Okay. Cool. Yeah. All right. One second. One second. Let me turn it up a little bit. I want to okay. because I turn you down because you speak really like melatonin in my ear. You know what I mean? Melatonin? Yeah. Like your voice is deep. I didn't well, realize I, I had a deep like, voice. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, you like you talk kind of like when you're in my ear. It kind of sounds like you're like uh, I uh, what's that that donkey's name? Eeyore. Hello. I didn't realize I did that. I'm just doing a movie podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. No, I'm just kidding. All right, go ahead. Okay, number one. May the force be with you. Qui-Gon Jinn to, um, uh, that was to Obi-Wan Kenobi when they separate in Phantom Menace. Okay, you got the, the character right, and you got the movie right, but it wasn't to... Oh, no, no, no. It was to, uh, it was to um, Anakin Skywalker right before they break up. Perfect. Great, good, good. good yes. Okay. All right, here's the next one. This one's easy. May the Force be with you. That is Yoda in the Jedi Council. But we'll Wait a minute. Yes, good job. Good job. Yeah. May the force be with you. Uh, Obi-Wan to Anakin Skywalker, Attack of the Clones. Fucking amazing, dude. <laughs> right. I guess, you know, you know, wait, wait, wait. You know how I knew that one? Because the sound in the background was the bugs. Yeah, the I, I thought that was my phone ringing when I, when I got the clip. <laughs> May the force be with you. Really? Do I have to say it? Yeah, you really? have to. It's Han Solo to Luke Skywalker and the original Star Wars. Okay. Right before they go destroy the Death Star. Yeah, yeah, two more. May the Force be with you. Do it again. May the Force be with you. Oh, dude. I, I gotta hear It's so fast. Let me hear it one more time. I'll try to pull this, yeah. May the Force be with you. Okay, it's not any main Jedi. It's not any of the main oh, Jedi's. Yeah. It is. Oh, you got me stumped, dude. I, I can't. I don't know. I got to do it one more time. All right. All right. May the force be with you. That's not like the general talking to Padme. No, and like no, freaking, no. no. Okay, I'll, I'll tell you this. It's Finn. Let me hear again. May the force be with you. 
It is Finn. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I just watched two of his movies today. I think it's it's from the uh, the Last Jedi. So, all right, what's the last one? May the force be with you. Carrie Fisher. And. And uh, freaking uh, Force Awakens. Good times. All right, we got. All right, cool. I got a couple. I got a couple trivia questions okay. now for Chris. Oh man. On May the Fourth be with oh, you. Oh no. Okay. And I got, I got, I think these are medium. I'll go medium okay, level. Okay, are you me multiple choice or fill in the blank? Sort of no, thing? no, this is, this is answer the question. Oh, you guys, you, you guys are going to just see how much of a poser I am right now. <laughs> just so you know. Okay, I'm ready. All right. Canceler Poppleteen, a.k.a. Emperor Poppleteen. Mm-hmm. What is his Sith Lord name? I don't know, man. I don't know. Really? They yeah. talk about it for like I, three I, movies. I don't know. I don't know. What is it? Darth Sidious. Darth Sidious, that's right. Okay. All right. Okay. What was Han Solo frozen in? Carbonite. There you go. There you go. Who had Ray's parents taken and killed? Ooh, uh, give me a second. Uh, that wasn't Luke, right? Who killed Ray's parents, dude? You think I, Luke Skywalker killed somebody's parents? Okay, sorry. I, I don't know who killed Ray's parents. Who killed Ray's parents? Poppleteen. That's right. Okay, cool. Thanks, dude. Oh, my God. What hand did Luke Skywalker lose? His his right hand. All right, good, 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 good. All <laughs> right. I only got a couple more. Okay. Finish the quote. This is the... Wait, just this is the? Yeah. The quote is, this is the blank. (laughs) This is the way. This is the way. All right. Who killed Jabba the Hutt? It wasn't Han Solo. He died died in The Last Jedi, didn't he? Return of the Jedi. Yes, he did. Yeah, Wait, okay, it was um it was Princess Leia, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah, it choked, she choked him. Yeah. All right. And you ready? Yeah. Are you ready for this one? I'm ready for this one. Yo per Yoda. Uh-huh. What is the path to the dark side? It's greed. Um, it's fear. Fear. There you go. See, I got some medium ones, man. I didn't get the hard ones. I didn't even tell you, you know, like, I feel like those are some pretty medium ones for you. Good job, man. You only missed two. Yeah. Come on. I should have done better. But you know what? I think think we are ready for news. What do you think? Oh, shoot. I didn't even set it up. Yeah, go ahead for it. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I, <laughs> I was like, I had to this. This is the movies don't suck. It's something news. Uh, my name is Neil, and I am about to tell you a bunch of stuff because Chris forgot his readers back at his mom's house, so he cannot read. I'm also illiterate, so keep that in mind. Thanks a lot for bringing that up. Illiterate. You're not illiterate. <laughs> You're right. That's, that's your brother Matt. <laughs> um. All right, let's talk about the two cool things right away off the okay, bat. Get do that it. done and going that have to do with May 4th. Let's talk about I got two stories on that. Okay. First story is today, of course, the lovely, the one, the only who played uh Princess Leia. May the force Carrie be with Fisher. you. 
That one right there. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Carrie Fisher got her walk, her star on the Walk of Hall of Fame. There it is. Yeah. Whether it's there. So Carrie Fisher is now part of the Walk of Hall of Fame right now on today, May the 4th. The way to go, people. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Thank you. About time. Should have done it when she was alive still. Anyway. And now here's a story about hatred towards Star Wars. Oh, hatred. I forget if there's people out there that talk shit on it, and I want to know why. Oh, well, they, this guy's not talking shit about it. Mm-hmm. He just will not autograph your Star Wars shit. Is that his Ford? No, this is Bill Hader. Really? Bill Hader, who does the voice for BB-8, the droid, mm-hmm. will not sign your shit. And the story goes... I do not sign them. Autograph people don't like me. I won't sign things. You know what it was? I used to sign stuff, and then one time I saw somebody, and they had their kid come up to me to sign a BB-8 thing, and it was like 3.30 in the morning. I was leaving the Inside Out premiere, and then they went to an after-party thing, and it was super late, and this guy kept his kid up all night. I was like, go over there so he'll sign it so we can sell it online. Oh, that's fair. I like that, actually. I was like, that's fucked up. So now I just kind of blanket like, no, I'm not signing any of that shit. It's actually a really good reason to not do that. All right. So let's talk about the biggest, baddest, saddest news in all of Hollywood right now. Okay. The strike. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a strike going on. Friday strike. Oh, yeah. You forgot. There's a (laughs) big strike going on. In fact, today... Entertainment business, the entertainment business of today mm-hmm. lost $10 billion Fuck. just because of one day of the strike. Um, certain stocks like um, uh, Paramount Global, Comcast, and AMC Networks all went down today. Um, Netflix, Disney, and Warner Brothers all stayed level yeah. still. Um, but do you even know what this is all over? Is this overpay? Oh, was it not? Yeah, it's always overpay. Okay, then what's... But that doesn't that doesn't give okay, me any. So what's what's the reason? What's the, what's the reason? All right. So basically, streaming networks are like hiring people, but they're not hiring them as writers as of the like the full thing. They'll hire them for like a day. That's kind of shitty, right? Yeah, you can't do that. Yeah. It's writing. It's not, It's not. you know, this isn't, you know, making hamburgers at McDonald's. It's a creative process. Well, there's also something about, like, they're talking about, like, uh, diversity. Like, the lack of diversity that uh, people who hire writers aren't hiring diverse enough staff, right? Like, I think I heard mm-hmm. that, too. All right. So, on average, showrunners for streaming networks make less than half of what showrunners for broadcast series do, the, 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 the WGA Writers Guild uh, said. And because writers on streaming shows do not get paid back-end payments, you know, like, you know, back-end money when they mm-hmm. throw reruns up. Yeah, yeah. Um, they want money to come up to the beginning of it because at this point, they're getting paid 23% less than what they were doing getting paid in 2018. Okay. So, mm, okay. That's, that's interesting. 
Uh, I remember. Do you remember when? Did you watch? Did you watch Conan? Really now with Conan Bryan, right? Did you watch that? Yes. Which, do you remember the the shirt that happened back when he was in the air and he grew a beard and basically had shows with no writing on? He just did the, the string dance almost the whole time. Do you remember that? Yes. Yeah, and I thought that was great because he was he was still supporting his writers, which was great. Was it great? I mean. Were you happy about it? Did it make you happy? I don't know if it made me happy. <laughs> All right. So, um, da 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 Super Mario Brothers has now passed the one billion mark for the movie. So how many sequels for the box for office? Huh? How many sequels are you gonna get for this? Three, four? I, I I hope they do the whole entire Nintendo franchise. I want I want Legends of Zelda. I want Metroid. I want motherfucking. <laughs> I want Kid Icarus. I want you know. Oh, so Ninja what, Gaidan. That's the case. Who do you want to play Link? I mean, if if it was back in the if it was like ten years or twenty years ago, I'd say Orlando Bloom all day long. Yeah, he would be like good, the right? best elf. He would be the good. best elf ever. But uh, I have no idea now. I have no idea now. Um, Danny Elfman, do you know that guy? Yeah, he's a he's a composer. He was doing Oingo Boingo, and now he's a composer for a lot of Tim Burton shit. Yeah. All right. Well, this is when you know it's serious. He is now signed on. For Beetlejuice 2. Ooh. <laughs> and confirmed and confirmed Michael Keaton is returning as well. He's got to. He's got to. Is Winona coming back? Mm-hmm. Okay. What? Is Winona coming back? I don't she doesn't need to be there. I feel like they need to tell a different story. But with the Beetlejuice, okay, fair enough. Yeah, I mean because Beetlejuice is like uh yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, you're in the future now. That that family is good. They took care of themselves. Beetlejuice had nothing to do with them anymore. He was waiting in the the waiting Imagine room. Imagine they got Jenna Ortega in this one. I mean, I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens. Okay. I think there might be a little. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse yes. is going to be the second longest animated movie in the history of man. How long is it going to be? Two hours and 20 minutes. It comes out June 2nd. I'm very excited for it. Mm-hmm. The only one bigger than that is for it's 140 minutes is the time for Spider-Man um, across the Spider-Verse. Um, the other one is the movie. It just falling short at 160 minutes is the tragedy of man. Have it's you seen the, the tragedy of man? Like years ago. Okay. It's been a while. New live-action movie with everybody's favorite animated group is coming back. That's right. Bugs Bunny is going to be hitting that main. Again? Huh? Bugs Bunny's going to be out there again? Making the main screen, man. It's going to be there. You know, Looney Tunes. So we're probably going to get um, all the above. We're going to get probably Elmer, Coyote, you know. So not Space Jam 3, though. So not Space Jam 3. No, it's actually just bugs okay okay 
Uh, we don't know why, but Jamie Foxx has been in the hospital for the last three weeks. He's better doing better now, right? I think. I yeah, he's doing better now, but nobody knows why. What do you like, think? I cannot find it. I literally searched through the entire fucking internet. So, what is the internet the proposing? No one says no. That seems like like a consensus of why he's actually there. No, nobody knows. No one's even trying to take a guess, bro. No one's taking a guess. But who is, is there? A friend of his said something like they said he's doing all right. right? Yeah, they said he's doing. Uh, Kevin Hart did. Okay, Kevin well, I hope he's all right. Taki Kwadhiti is to direct an adaptation of Carla and the Sun. It will be at Sony's 3,000 Pictures. Um, it is... Um, he's also got a, a, a comedy drama called Next Goal Wins coming up. And he's also doing some biography of some point. Um, Carla and the Sun is based on Kazo Isgro's 2021 New York Times bestselling novel of the same name. The adaptation will be held by Teke Wihiti. Um I was looking for what the hell it's about. It doesn't say. It just says it's going to be in a crucial, mentionable time. Maybe the book is, you know, one of those top sellers that you can't really uh, do anything about. I, I knew it's a dystopian science fiction story. That's okay. Funny. Well, then we'll figure that out. Okay. Sean Bean has come out as telling you what his favorite death is. Is it what his? What do you think is Sean <laughs> Bean's favorite death? Is it his in um in a uh, in Game of Thrones? No, it is not. What is his favorite death? Lord of the Rings as Boromir, as Boromir at, in Lord of the Rings because he's sacrificing himself for everybody for the good of everyone. Yeah, okay, I like that. Yep. Yeah. And it's like, oh, man, that's cool. Academy Awards are like, hey, guess what, man? Neil's stripping on camera. So you guys know. What's that? You're stripping on, on camera for everyone. No, I wasn't scratching my belly. Why do you got to make fun of me, dude? Sorry, man. Um, Academy Awards set, uh, sets new campaign rules following controversial Best Actress run. Now, we all remember last year or this year, earlier this year, Leslie's uh, Andrew uh, Andrea uh, Riseborough's yeah. surprise nomination followed a PR campaign. Well, they um, decided that they're going to change the rules. Did it do? Social media was utilized campaign for it, but Michelle Wo's social media activity also raised some eyebrows. And a since deleted Instagram post, the actress who took home the Covenant Award. Uh, shared an article referencing fellow nominee Kate Blanchett and the Academy's ongoing issues when consistency. They said they changed it about uh, campaigning, screening, and social media guidelines altogether. So okay. I have no idea, bro. Okay. Uh, I, I thought I read it earlier. Um, I, I thought I really understood the controversy first came out, but then it sort of forgot mm-hmm. me. Like I have all the shit things in my head, and that won't fit. You know what I mean? Hey, do you want another reason to go see Gladiator 2? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I do. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. What's the reason? It's Pedro Pascal. Okay, that's a good, good reason. That's now. a great reason. Yeah, I'm there already. Yeah. Pedro Pascal is just now added to the um, Gladiator 2 movie. It just got signed on. Does not say what his character is. I, I camped out front of the theater for that one. I'm there for that, yeah. man, every day of the week. Anytime you say Pedro's there, I'm there with Pedro. 
because I'm I I'd vote for Pedro. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, Joseph Quinn is also joining uh, Gladiator Two. Cool. Do you know who Joseph Quinn is? No, tell me who Joseph Quinn is. He's Eddie Monster. Oh, from he's from from scare uh I'm scary stories from is Stranger zombie? Things. Oh, Stranger Things. That's okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, Eddie Munson. I said Monster. Yeah, I was thinking. I was thinking like the Stranger Things. Eddie Munster from from zombies, (laughs) like uh, from zombies. Now, um, were you ever a fan of Killer Clowns from Outer Space? Of course, I was. Who wasn't? Actually, when I was a kid, that movie scared the shit out of me. Really? Yeah, I was. I was scared the shit. I was a little kid. Were you? Were you like? Were you like a punk? No, what do you, no, I was no, I was six years old when that movie came out. Do you remember the cotton candy nest? Yeah, yeah I from, do. Yeah, that scared me. At Spirit Halloween this year, guys, <laughs> you can get the cotton candy, uh, the cotton cotton candy uh, nest from Killer Clowns. It sounds like a nut sack. Like, oh, like, a, like a one nut nut, nut sack. It, dude, why you got to make fun of things like that? No, I just didn't, didn't say it's bad. It's just what it kind of was like. Here, this is what you get for that. Anyway, <laughs> oh man, you know Steve I'm having Amell, pizza after this, right? You know I'm ordering pizza after this. Steve Amell, um, it wants to play the Green Arrow in James Gunn's DCU and is uh, going out for it. Uh, yes, please. Yes. Yeah, said everybody from the entire world. I'm really excited to see James Gunn. Like, like we've always seen James Gunn do silly stuff. Apparently, this next Guardians of the Galaxy is super impactful emotionally. So, we'll see. Um, Barbarians. Uh, Georgina Campbell mm-hmm. is now joining Night Shyamalan's uh, directorial debut. Uh, his daughter's directorial okay, debut. Okay, I was like, what? <laughs> of the Watchers, um, and the new movie. Uh, Dakota Fanning's in it as well. So yeah, the daughter of M Night Shyamalan's um it will be making a movie. And so so far that's a pretty good cast. So hell. Yeah, I'll be about it. Yeah, about about it, rowdy rowdy. Uh Sylvester Salone is the return as Cliffhanger reboot. What? Like is he gonna play the same character or I have no idea. He's like he's like seventy something now. Well, there's some movies that just make no Fucking sense on why people remake them or reboot them at this point in my life. The thing is, not, uh, not when you're like, yeah, we need to remake that. <laughs> you know what we need to do? We need to remake Cliffhanger. Remember Cliffhanger? I mean, John Lithgow is the best part of that entire movie. Yeah. Well, whatever. I remember, I remember, hey, the, remember the Cliffhanger. Um, the Cliff- Rob Delaney is returning back for Deadpool. Oh, cool. Do you know who Rob Delaney is? In the in the in the in the universe of Deadpool, yeah. No, what what was Rob Delaney? He played Peter. Okay. The guy with the mustache that joined X Force. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The latest character of X Force. Yeah. You, you should probably just go home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is great, though. This is great. The latest character. Yeah. yeah. Van Diesel is continuing his franchises with Fura, 
the new one from Reddit is now in the first stages of development. I, I mean, I liked, I liked Pitch Black. I liked the Chronicles of Riddick. I didn't much like Riddick, but I'll take, I will, I'll see the fourth one for sure. Will you? Yeah. Remember Ice Road Truckers by Liam Nielsen or Ice Road? Yeah, 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 remember that one? Yep, they're making a sequel with him. Andy Samberg has been hired to be a voice in the Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse that nobody knows what he's doing. Um, oh, here we go. Here's a good one. There we go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Jermaine Fowler has now joined the cast of Faces of Death. Yeah, I still don't um, know how that movie's gonna work. I don't know how it's gonna work, man. I'm not. I'm not. I don't. I'm not. I don't even I'm also know not I'm not right clean on watching real people die. That's not my thing. I'm. I'm. I'm a king on watching you die. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Um. Oh, on Twitter, someone. Uh, they didn't accidentally. One hundred percent. They did this on purpose. <laughs> someone dropped the entire Super Mario Brothers movie. Oh, they got to, right? Like, that's, of course, what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. And let's see here. What else do I got? No, I didn't want that. Where are you going? No. I hate when things do. I hate when things don't work out. Uh, Drew Barrymore has decided not to host the MTV Movie Awards uh, because of the writer's okay. strike. That's fair. I'll take that. Because she's 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 badass, you know. Um, also, because of this writer strike, we don't get what this Saturday's Saturday Night Live would have been. Oh yeah, well, who's and that would have been Pete Davidson and the Foo Fighters. Oh, that would have been cool. That Pete been Davidson cool. and the Foo Fighters. Uh, Pete Davidson coming back to you know Saturday Night Live after he's been gone. Oh man, you know, I wanted you, to see that. You you have feel like um, you have a kindred, like a kindred spirit. With Pete Davidson, I feel like. Well, I mean, he reminds me of people from Indiana where they're all strung out on drugs. And anyway, okay. um, <laughs> You're like, just like me. Called... <laughs> no, no, it's the reason I don't live in Indiana. Okay. Um, new thriller called Shell will star Elizabeth Moss, Kia Kerber, and Kate Hudson. Um, Co star Max um, Magdalene will direct the feature film. Um, with Automac and Black Bear International. Shell is set to be a captivated new drama thriller helmed by Max Mingala, which will, will be his second stint in the director's chair after a musical drama, Teen Spirit. The film is currently being shopped at Cannes, at Black Bear, and all that the above. So, I mean, yeah. Still stupid, man. Good luck for them. Yeah. Jason Retman, if you don't know who he is, he recently made uh, uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife, and yeah. we'll be making the Ghostbusters Afterlife son, sequel. Son of the Ivan Reitman. The Ivan Reitman. He is going to be directing a new movie based on the Saturday Night Live first episode. <laughs> You're falling asleep, are you? No, 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 uh, no, 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 no. I'm just, I, I just had needed some air. Okay. And... Talk to me filmmaking duo in talks to direct the live action Street Fighter film. Danny and Michael Philip who are in talks for Legendary to direct the upcoming film based on Capcom's popular Street Fight. 
Um, if you don't know, then you do know, right? I do know. Do you know? I do know. Okay. All right. And here's last but not least. Oh, no, no. I got one more after okay. this. Margaret Robbie wants you to know she is not Sue Storm. Okay. Who's she? Again? Of the Fantastic Four. Okay. Well, do you Christian wish Bell would like to inform you that she is not Sue Storm of the Fantastic Four. Christian Bale and Adam Driver <laughs> would like you to know that he is not Reed Richards of the of the Fantastic Four. Paul Mescal will be more than happy to inform you that he is not Reed Richards right now for the Fantastic Four. Now, that is just a peak of the iceberg, but literally so many it's like every 20 minutes someone says something and the internet just blows up on it like yeah that's totally happening da, 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 you know and they're all going all in it none of the nobody has been declared who is the the fantastic four yet guys settle down when it's there they're gonna tell you it's big news do you think that maybe last, they are one of them actually are though they, they might be okay who knows it's marvel okay. it's marvel Last but not least, from Bay is Afraid, actor Armin, and I'm going to say this last name wrong. Bo is Afraid, bro. Huh? Bo is Afraid, not Bay is Afraid. I said Bo is Afraid. Okay. Armin. Actor Armin Nahapitan? I won't get to you. Armin Nahapitan? Yeah, there we go. Okay. Uh, Guys, he's not AI. He goes. None like of it. him was AI. He, he is a real actor. He just looks like Joaquin Phoenix. It was not CGI. It was not AI. He is an actor. He's a normal actor. He He's does. around. There's even a there's even a picture of him, like uh, on Instagram. Here, I'll even for all the people here in in our world, uh, I'll pull it up just so you guys can take a look. Take a look. It's in a book. It's reading <laughs> fucking rainbow. He does look a de-aged where, walking where face, though. Doesn't he? Yeah. I just saved it, and I don't know where the hell it saved at due to the fact that I got so many photos right now in this file, which I normally don't have. I blame Chris. I mean, that's the easy thing to do, for sure. I mean, for real, Chris, what did you Dude, why did you do this to me? Oh, no, why did why you do this? Why can't I find it? Wait a minute. I saved. Save as, right? Mm-hmm. All right, cool, 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 cool. So then I come over here, and it's like. Oh, my God. It's seriously not here. Okay. And it keeps on saving to the same folder. Whatever. Don't worry about it. Okay. Anyway. Everybody, he's not AI. Let's get past the news. Let's get to the next segment. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of all ages, that is the movies that don't suck in some of the news. I told Chris stuff because his TV broke because he spilt a beer on it. I don't know how madly he would be if I spilt a beer on it. Like, how the fuck did you even do that? Um, well, let's talk about the next movie, though. Let's talk about Bo is Afraid, directed by Ari Aster. Ari Aster wow. is, has been one of my favorite directors since doing 
Hereditary Midsummer, two of my favorite movies of the past ten years. Hereditary Midsummer. Uh, this stars the uh, one and only Walking Phoenix is Bo Wasserman. <laughs> my life is nothing but a comedy. Also, Patty Lupone plays his mom as Mona Wasserman. This low-life motherfucking brother of yours oh. takes a dump at our kid's wedding, and that's all you're going to say. Nathan Lane plays Roger. Oh, you must be Barbara. What a pretty child. <laughs> also, uh, this also stars uh, Parker Posey as Elaine Bray. Of course I've looked under the bed. Of course I've looked under the bed. That's where you look when you lose thing. This also stars uh, uh, Amy Ryan as Grace. as Amy Ryan as, as, uh, as from The Office. You know, Michael's a boo, isn't that? Um, also, Ooh. yeah, I, I, that's where I kind of right away. <laughs> I'm like, that's Holly Flax right there. <laughs> um, You're like, I know who that yeah. is. Kylie Rogers is Tony. Zoe I'm Lister. glad she finally got a job. Yeah, me too. Honestly, <laughs> um, uh, Kylie Rogers yeah, right. plays Tony. Zoe Lister Jones plays Young Mona. Armin Nebhaptician plays Teen Bo. Uh, Julian Tully plays Tony Lane. This was a. Uh, Richard Kind shows in a bit. Bill Hader shows up in this one. Uh, why don't you go ahead and read the storyline for Bo's Afraid? What? This is storyline for this one's one sentence. Oh, is there a storyline yeah, for this? Yeah. Oh, man. Following the sudden death of his mother, a middle-mannered but anxiety-ridden man confronts his darkest fears as he embarks on an epic... Kafkaesque. Kafkaesque odyssey back home. So... Neil, I, you've been kind of. I want you to go first because you've been talking shit all week since you've seen it. You were walking into the theater and you were just you were texting me shit like, "There's no one here." The people said, "Here, that it sucks." So, you know, I want you. I want you to go first. I'm both afraid. Okay. Let's talk about the good stuff. Okay. Okay, we'll go with the good stuff okay. first. First, are you gonna take that off? Okay, there we go. Okay. First. One second. Parker Posey was in it. That's good. It's good stuff. Um, all right. This is my, this is my, okay. This okay. is, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm, okay. I'm getting it all <laughs> my head. I, I mean, I'm, I, I'm halfway through my beer. So okay. therefore, all right. So, This movie is like five movies in one. Mm -hmm. This is not a movie. There's a reason this movie is 473 hours long. It's the two hours, 59 minutes, guys. Whatever. Three hours long. Yeah. Um, the reason being is because this movie puts together things and doesn't explain anything, wants you to do all the work on figuring out what anything fucking means, and then gets pissed at you when you don't know what the fuck anything means. Okay, what part does it get pissed at you at? Oh, the director. Have you not heard the interviews? Well, he's not saying it's easy for anyone. Everyone knows it's confusing. But still, like, this is a movie that's going to make more people feel fucking dumb 
than make people feel enlightened by some special entity or whatever thing that this. I think is you're projecting on something that, like, uh, so let's go ahead and uh, erase the whole mythology. This is the movie. No one knows what it's about. No one knows who made it. And this is alone in a the theater without without the media machine mind. Because I honestly, I, I don't think I the, am. I am telling you the nicest way possible. Okay. That literally. This movie loses. Okay, literally, um, there was an interview I saw uh, earlier yesterday or the day before, or whatever. Um, that in the interview, and it was Variety magazine, mm-hmm. I believe. Mm-hmm. It was either Variety or it was it was a name like sure. that. Okay. It was not. It was a big. It wasn't yeah. some. It wasn't not the Onion yeah, or yeah, yeah, the I got Onion you. or I got you. Yeah, like yeah. That. It was legit stuff. It literally said. There's two kinds of people that walk in this movie. People will get a 10 out of 10 and tell how artistically this is the most beautiful movie ever made and the cinematography was amazing and blah, 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 blah. And then there are other people that are just going to be pissed that they wasted three hours of their life watching this. I'm in the middle, though. I'm not that person. I'm I, I am. Okay. Joaquin Phoenix, you lose him. He 100%. He's a fat, miserable son of a bitch in this movie. He is not Joaquin. You Phoenix. feel that so bad. You feel so bad for Bo. You feel so bad for Bo. No, I don't. You don't. You I feel like he brought on everything his own self. <laughs> I don't have any fucking. I have not one little itty bitty itty 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 bitty fucking. He brought this all on himself. I have no fucking sympathy worth what. Yeah, sympathy. There we go. That's okay. what I was looking for. I have no sympathy for Bo. I have no sympathy for his mother. There's not one likable character except for Parker Posey in the entire freaking movie. I mean, at one point, all right, I, spoiler, not spoiler, I don't know. At one point, he gets kidnapped. And it's like, I think he's kidnapped. Maybe he's not kidnapped. Maybe he's in a mental institution and he's just thinking these people are kidnapping him. And like, then th- there's a whole nother time that. Every time he walks down the street, like, I get that we're seeing things from his brain, from his mind. That it's not literally, there's not a guy with an AK-47 walking down the street, someone, a dead body in the middle of the road that he's jumping over, or, or people stabbing people. A naked people. old man stabbing people, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's like you hear, he heard it on the news, so therefore, I I get that stuff, and I get that. But there's just too many times in this movie where I'm questioning the reality. Do you have a problem with that? Of what you have a problem on? with reality you not being reflected in a movie. You don't like the unreliable narrator, which is fine. That's like that's like a lot of movies. Okay, there's a difference between not knowing reality and a movie that makes no fucking sense. Right, I get you. I and get this it. movie just doesn't make fucking sense. All right, that's fine. And that's the bottom line. It's just like I am looking for what, why does why does part one match with part two match with part three end up in part four? I get part one and I get part four. Everything in between was a big fucking waste of my time. So you just, you wanted to, you basically think that the the first the, the new middle hour and a half should be cut out. I two and three should uh, cut at out. least maybe fifty five minutes. Yeah. I don't know. Like, there's this part in there where I, I just I have no idea why the things are happening. And by any means, uh, I'm not upset because like, uh, like I feel like it tricked me or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. feel like I was tricked because I don't think it was that smart of writing. 
I don't think this was a smart written film. I think this was an ignorant film that just used great cinematography to try to make it look artsy. Okay. So here's my thoughts on it. One, mm-hmm. uh, I'm, but by the way, this is no means a perfect movie. Okay. I'm not saying that I'm not getting 10 out of 10. I'm, I'm being honest with this movie. It's way too long. Okay. It is way too long. Uh, there's stuff in here that, and there's non sequitur stuff, but I, I've been able to piece together what, what, and I hope his mom, uh, I hope him is mom okay. Cause that's what the movie is about. It's about, it's about sheltering. It's about being a shitty person, being a shitty uh, mm-hmm. child and a shitty, having a shitty mother. Right. Um, I thought it was, and, and he goes through, and he went through the the thing that his dad died or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but, but and, and that because of that it, was a reflection of like the mother. Yeah, and like, and she literally, as you can see, is overbearing through the whole entire yeah. story. Even when where, she's not there, even when she's dead or supposedly yeah, dead. Yeah, even like even when he's like crawling because the movie starts uh, him clawing out of her vagina. <laughs> um, don't worry, the big dick monster you see later will make up for that. Uh, um, uh, hold on, real quick. So I yeah. thought this was very funny. That first forty-five minutes movie, I was cackling watching because yeah, I I was too. Okay, I was laughing too. I I mean, this is why it sucks me so much because I I feel like I got lost for no reason. Well, I think part of this is you're supposed to sort of go along with the flow, but again, I don't know. But I was laughing a lot. I was going with the flow. Okay. I was laughing. That's what, that's what pisses okay. me off. I'm like, I and I'm the only one in the movie theater, so I have no reaction from okay. anybody else except for when my I saw, reaction. When I saw it live, when I saw it with people, people were laughing, and it's okay to laugh because great. I had no reaction like that for anything. Okay, I have nothing. It was you're, you're there. There, there's some funny ass parts in this movie, especially the first oh, forty five yeah, minutes. There was, yeah, I, and I do that, not deny that. Yeah, yeah, I laughed a lot. <laughs> that first four minutes, and then we get to the point where we're, we're the we're with the um with the Amy Ryan character and Nathan Lane character, and that part itself it was over long for one, but and there's also shit in there that I can't figure out. For example, I'm not gonna yes. use it. yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna uh, like this. Uh, I sat with a group of four people at the movie, talked about this, and I'm not giving anything away. Amy Ryan hands um hands Joaquin Phoenix a note, opens it, and we read it. But it's never addressed again. Or, or, yeah. What the fuck's that no mean? But there are also very funny parts in this. There are mischief. Also, there's also horrifying imagery in this. Like, for example, like, what happens to the daughter in that, right? You're like, I was laughing at first. I'm like, I'm not fucking laughing anymore. Uh, th- that's act two. Act three, he gets, we'll say he gets lost, right? And he goes into that woods. And there's a scene in there. It's like 15 minutes long. It's like a, a fairy tale. I fucking love that part of the movie. That is probably my favorite part of the movie. That the one that I have right now is the backdrop, right? Exactly. I loved, absolutely loved that part of the movie. But again, this is this. It's it would be a great short but film. It had no, it had no rhyme or reason mm, why it was there. I, no, I, no, this, it didn't. Because okay, so you're telling me that what he found in the middle of the woods that was actually there? Not at all. But I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying. So like, then. What are we even talking about there? <laughs> what is that even a part of? Yeah. So like, what did, was he like on acid? And did he just like all of a sudden like, oh, uh, there's a bunch of people out here, okay. buddy. Okay. Again, and I don't, then, that, that, that part of the movie is part of the movie they could have cut, but I love that little short film, the short film within the movie. 
I absolutely love that. To me, it was it was gorgeous. It was interesting with the, with the little yeah. angel lady mm-hmm. uh, narrator. Yeah, or whatever. yeah, yeah. Or, actually, okay. I really like that part. I thought it was I thought it was interesting. But again, I don't know why belongs in Bo's afraid. You know, only a yeah. little, I only get it a little bit, like how it mixes in with the because it's about overbearing mom, right? That's it's right. it's it, people want to say it's smarter than that. No, it's just as simple as that. And you just add a bunch of whole bunch bunch of weird shit, and then we get to the last part, though. I for the final act. And mm-hmm. I'm going to say this, the part in the addict, like people want to look too deep in that. And it's like, no, it's just, it's pretty simple. It's, 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 who no, no, no. I, I get what that's yeah. supposed to symbolize. Yeah. I get that. Okay. I get this part here. I get this here. I get this part here and I get this part here, but everything in between the journey to get there, there is no journey. Okay. It made no sense. I, 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 I definitely get your point. Right. And the thing is, um, what really upsets me is just like there's parts of it that just like okay, this is kind of crazy. This is kind of a little weird, and I like it. I'm 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 into it. But then they just give you no explanation why. So part of what I okay, so that's part of my that's part of my criticism of this that there's a lot of shit that you're like, what in the even fuck, right? But there's a lot of it that shows masterful filmmaking. There's a lot yes. of yes, yes, yes. This is where I agree with it. Yeah. So there's, there's times where I'm like, oh man, this could be awesome, but it's not. Well, I'm, I'm not like there are parts of it that are <laughs> fucking fantastic, but the problem is, and this is what I read is this was um, Ari Aster's first script, first script before Hereditary, before Midsummer. This he wrote this, and this, he hadn't had the money to make it, and this is what came out of it. But was afraid. And nobody's gonna give him money again because he did not make his money back. No, no. They, they, they get a for twenty four. Like, here's uh, unlimited budget. He's like, okay, I'm gonna spend ten thousand dollars on this dick monster. <laughs> but um, but no. Do you think that dick monster only costs ten grand? Yeah, I don't know how much it costs. But but uh, listen, I do think he'll he will get a chance to make another movie. It, it won't be he won't get a budget like this again. But I do think, I do think this movie has really great parts to it. I actually like it more than I disliked it. I'm going to say that right there. And, and this is, okay, all right, here, let me throw it out. Now okay. that I got all that that anger out of my system, <laughs> yeah, okay. the um, Juan King Phoenix knocks it out of the park. Like so he does good, every dude. Damn, so fucking every good. Like, um, there's even an interview with Parker Posey where she was only there for like four days of yeah. shooting. Mm-hmm. And she's like, she thought she was talking to a light guy. Like a guy working on the lights or something. Uh, she did not realize she was actually talking to Juan King Phoenix because of how much weight he gained and everything and like how he looked. Can we talk about and the performances? All the performances in these are really solid. All the performances. All the what? Performances by the actors. Oh, yeah. The acting in this movie is far none awesome. The thing is that to it's- get from point A. To point C, because I'll, I'll say point C since I feel like there's, I feel like this is in far four parts. Okay, yeah, I feel like, I feel like it's Bo's apartment area of where he lives and everything that surrounds that. I feel like the second part is the um, Nathan Lane and Ryan's house. The Nathan Lane house scenario yeah. the third scenario is the whole Forest, play yeah. in the woods yeah. and all that thing and the fourth scenario is mom's house yeah i feel like those are the four scenarios now each one of the 
I don't understand why part two and three exist. I, I don't get it. I, and I don't get I don't get the leading into it. And maybe if I saw this a second time, which oh God bless God, I hope the fuck God I'm not watching this three hour movie ever again. But if I ever watch it again, it is going to be to try to figure out what did I miss in the movie theater? Because I'm sitting there watching. There's no distractions. No one's near me. It's just me, my notebook, and a big old freaking thing, a mellow yellow, because they don't sell Mountain Dew at movie theaters for some reason. <laughs> like, yeah, right? They just see this again. Mountain Dew, you're like, no, yo, what? Okay, I guess. But, okay. Yeah, okay, I guess. And so I'll put the I, orange syrup in it to make it taste a little better. But, um, but like, my whole confusion, and I think it'd be a lot better about everything if I could just figure out why. Why are we here figuring this out? Like, I understand what conflicts certain people and certain uh, characters are facing. Mm. I get that. And I get what's going on, but they just give me no blatant reason why. Well, there's a lot of wackiness that goes on in this one, like which is uh, unlike Ari Aster. So, mm-hmm. so he has a... He has a, I, I gotta see, to be honest, uh, Midsummer Hereditary aren't very funny movies at all. Like, no. no. And no. so, and so, the, we're sort of getting our Astro lean into the quote unquote comedy of this movie. I think there are very funny parts of this. And I think there are parts we're supposed to laugh at, and we did. <laughs> you know, like, I think, uh, yeah. I think there are parts that he thinks he's smarter than he actually is. is. But there, like I said, there's masculine the filmmaking is, in this too. So, yeah, there is great film making in this and i put it i mean if i put it right here and i edit it the way i want to do it mm. it'll be 10 times better <laughs> but <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm not a film i am not a film editor do not quote me on that so, uh, Ari did i great. feel like i feel He's like i feel like also Ari master made this for himself and no one else and that's what i feel like too yeah and sometimes when you make things for yourself you know like batman forever uh <laughs> they're not good <laughs> they're not good I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I say Batman forever. That's my bad. It was Batman and Robin. Yes. Uh, anyway, uh, but, but uh, I, I liked what was afraid more than I disliked it. Um, I'm still thinking about it. And that says something. I'm thinking about this long after I left the movie theater. I watched, I watched, and I, I am not lying to you when I tell you this. Mm-hmm. I watched no less than 10 videos explaining this movie to me. Yeah. So, I mean, but the thing is, there's stuff I already got from it. Yeah. I already get what the Dick Munster in the attic yeah, means. Yeah. I already get, I, I get the visuals at the beginning of that he thinks everything's trying to kill him all the time. Yeah. I get that. It's just a thing of security. You know what I thought of, was interesting? You know. Is that we did two movies about men child today. About people who don't want to grow up. There you go. There you go. And and you picked both of them. So what's that say? <laughs> no, I'm glad you saw this, though. I really am. Um, I'm glad. I, I, yeah, I'm not. I know, I know. <laughs> like, like, but uh, I'm still trying to figure out if okay. I'm happy that I saw this movie. Okay, or not. let's get through the quotes quickly because we're going at an hour and forty minutes now. So, oh, dude, man, yeah, we did. We yeah. went far on this okay. one this time. Yeah. Um, I accidentally uh, drank mouthwash last night uh, last week. Um, can I get cancer from that? <laughs> what is the main? Oh, what what's that man doing? Oh, we're trying to get him to jump. <laughs> what what do you think I should do? I'm sure you'll do the right thing. There's a lady on the floor with no face or head. Hey guy. Well, hey, welcome back. 
All right, I have to get broke. I don't think I thought is going to happen. I didn't think it would ever happen. I I'm sorry I threw up all over your computer. <laughs> I love sore at that way. What do I do? Well, you smoke it and then we take you home. Is it just me or is this car getting smaller? You know, that remind me, that remind me of Wayne's World. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah, yeah. you, just, you yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, see, Bo, you're not the only kid here. Is that the kind of girl you're attracted to? You know, I feel, I feel like that might be the kind of girl you're attracted to. Anyway, okay. nothing in life is more <laughs> important than choosing your companion. I love that one. Hey, did you know that your mom's a cunt? <laughs> Drink the paint with me. Drink the paint. Follow every rainbow to find a dream. Did you know? No one actually said that. It was on a sign when they walked past. I love the signs, by the way. I tried to read as yeah. I could. Well, I, 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 I tried to, too. Um, you will find a plot of land and build a house. With your own hands. She will get pregnant. Because you will have sex with her. <laughs> I searched for my family. My whole life. And I'm all alone. I wanted a normal life. I wanted a valid one. He died. On top of me, inside of me. Can you tell me you didn't laugh at that? Can you say that? Dude, yeah, of course I did. Mona, who is petrified of squirrels. I really thought I was going to die. I gave you my whole fucking life. You took, you took, you took. He had a healthy, worky conscience, but I ignored it. That's it. That's all of the quotes I got. Okay, what's your score for this? <sighs> Don't do it, dude. Don't do it. Give it. A... It's hard, all right? Because is it beautiful in parts? Yes. Did Joaquin Phoenix play a guy? You you lost him in. You lost Joaquin Phoenix. Yes. Everybody knock it out of the park. Yes. Um, dude, has to be. I'll give it a three. Okay. I'll give it a That's three fine. even. And the reason being, again, is look, I love artsy stuff. I love artsy stuff, but this just lost me so badly. Yeah. Um, mine is actually a three point six. Like I said, that's not perfect. You didn't even hit four? Wow. No, no like uh, I, I, I thought you'd jizzle over this like yeah, a freaking so YouTube video. I no, I understand the criticism and that's the thing. I definitely see that. And I and I do think that being I asked his first movie and he's like, Oh, I get to make this now. It was kind of kind of a little thing. Uh I the more I talk about it, the more I kinda like it, but I'm sticking my main score because I'm sure a year from now I'll go back down through the more I talk about it, the more I like it. But I understand the criticism, so I'm 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 keeping it cool with the three point six. I'm not a person who thinks this is the best movie ever. 
I'm not the person who hates it at all. Because, uh, I, like I said, there's masterful filmmaking within this movie. It's just not consistent throughout. Um, and it's, it's like you said, there's hard parts of shit. Like, why the fuck is this even there? Like, like, and so that's it. It's 3.6 for me. I, 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 and one thing, I cannot recommend this to anyone. <laughs> I can't. I don't know who to recommend yeah, this yeah, to. Yeah. I can't. I, 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 I'll the be like, people, it's a the, movie. Okay, the only people that I recommend this to are people who watch movies. So I can get their opinion mm-hmm. of it, you know, but I can't recommend this right. to, to my family it. or friends or anything like that, you know? And so, uh, that's yeah, like, that's, that's what that is. Now I'm on rotten What is the audience score for Bo's afraid? And there's a guy says says, uh, 74, 70. Here's what it says. All right. I says it's very long, very confusing and definitely not for everyone. But love it or hate it, it's hard not to respect Bo's Afraid's ambition, which is, it's an ambitious movie for sure. Now. You know, a guy driving a car that runs into a whole family and kills them, you got to give it for his ambition to try to drive that car. Okay. What is the great score for Bo's Afraid on <laughs> Rodimus.com? <laughs> um... It's the critics. They're gonna have. They're gonna give it something fucking crazy high. It's gonna be like eighty three percent or something. Also seventy percent. What? Yeah, I know this exact no same way. thing for the critics and I. So here's the critics consensus: Bo's afraid is overstepped to the point of erasing the line between self flagellation and self indulgence. Bariaster's bravura and Walking Phoenix's sheer commitment give this Narak Odyssey undeniable power. Because here's what I want to do with this one: I'm gonna read one bad review and one good review. All right, go for it. Yeah, so we'll start with the we'll start with the the bad review. It's from Richard Roper. Everyone knows who he is. Chicago sometimes. Bo's afraid is a bore. I'm afraid. And here is a good one. And it's a uh, we'll give it. It's a four out of five from Bob Grimm at Reno News and Review. I'm very happy that Bo never took his extreme anxiety POV to Costco at peak hours. Watching something like that would have killed me. <laughs> but, but uh yeah that's Bo's afraid uh neil's happy he has to watch this again he's happy that's over i might watch it again if it shows on screen but i don't see myself like i don't see myself catching it like at the theater or <laughs> buying this movie at all but i i liked it neil most likely he was he understands it, parts of it and i understand parts of it but neil's just he's like what the fuck and I, i'm parts of that too like what the fuck but I mean, I, I, I mean, and I really tried, bro. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say I didn't, because yeah. one, you know, I'm okay with Juan King Phoenix, yeah. even though I, I, I jab at him every now and then yeah. because I know it upsets you. But <laughs> I like Juan King Phoenix, and I, I love, you know, uh, movies that he makes, and I love Arias. I mean, Heredity and Midsummer. I, I rewatched Midsummer just like last week, yeah. just because uh, you mentioned it again, and again, because your birthday party is yeah. going to be it. And um, man, good stuff. But guys, this is one of those movies that just know when you're walking in. Yeah, it's not it, it's going to be different. Yeah. So next week, what are we watching, Neil? It is Guardians of the Galaxy. Like literally, my feed right now is nothing but people that have been at Guardians of the Galaxy already. Yeah, like, I take the pictures in the seats in front of the Guardians. I have of the a Galaxy. I have a tickets for Monday. Oh, so next week, so. Hey, this is Tulsa. I can 
I can buy tickets and go right now. <laughs> like literally, like they, they're not filling the. Oh you really? Know, I mean, I, to me this is. I mean, this to me it's. I love the other Guardians of the Galaxy films. Those are my favorite Marvel films. I had to pick mm-hmm. like a, a like a a characters from it. It's been Guardians of the Galaxy since I've seen it. Um, so I'm really so, excited. So far, so far, the little things I've seen while I've been getting the news together today. Mm-hmm. Uh, best movie since Endgame. Oh wow! Best move. Best Guardians of the Galaxy. Period. Okay. Like literally, mm-hmm. like that's the that's what the feedback is. Okay, what's the other movie we're seeing? What's the stream movie we're seeing? I don't know. Yeah, I think you picked uh, one. Oh no, we're gonna do a movie that we missed uh, because of Panic Fest. Yeah, yeah. Um. So we're gonna go back and cut, you know, a little bit. Um. And we are going to do a uh, good person yeah. with um. Morgan I believe Freeman. it's uh, Morgan Freeman and uh Florence uh Pugh, Pugh right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. So then we're going to review that one, and we're going to review, of course, Guardians of the Galaxy with me and my big nerd out over everything. Yeah, I might go make a sandwich when Neil starts doing that stuff because he's got a lot to say. But Dude, uh, you should make a sandwich while you're on. The yeah, yeah. I should just start doing. It. Just start, yeah. bring up, bring down the mustard, <laughs> the mayo. <laughs> you know, cut the tomato and lettuce. All right. Well, All right, uh, anyway. you guys can find us online at moviesonsuck.net. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast. Go to w2mnet.com, the w number two m as in Mary net.com. Find our podcast along with a bunch of others. Go to um, go oh yeah, sorry. Go go to you find us on Twitter, NTS podcast, on Instagram, NTS podcast. If you guys want to become a patron, give us a couple bucks every week. We make use free stuff uh, for more content. Go to Patreon console, which means don't suck. If you guys want uh, merchandise with shit on it with our faces or. Our logo with shit on it. Why are you putting shit on it? That's weird, bro. It smells Don't put so shit good. Go to bonfire.com, search movies on suck and something to do. If you guys want to send us an old fashioned email, info moviesonsuck.net or movies on suck podcasts at gmail.com. And where, where you find podcasts, you know, moves that don't suck and something to do. Neil, what do you do for small businesses? If you got a small business, just let us know. Give us the info. Send us the info. Make the info happen to us and make sure you can send an email message or you can just throw a pinch in and put a code on it. Send it to us. We'd like to advertise your business for free to our thousands of listeners, our millions of followers right here at Movies Don't Suck and Something to Do. You good? I, I don't know. That's another episode of Movies Don't Suck and Something to Do. My name's Neil. I'm Chris. And remember, guys, no matter how hard you try, you can't fly until someone hits your Peter with a pan. Have a good day. Mm